All right, so I've got hypersensitivities. Uh, this covers a lot of chapters, I think like six chapters, and so we have a, about 15 minutes to get it done. So we're gonna, I'm going to go through just the highlights. There's more information in the lecture than we'll be talking about, though, um, but most of it hopefully is review anyway. Okay, so the first one, who has any idea what this could be? We have a rash. It does. That's exactly right, Dr. Jessen. It is a hypersensitivity, urticaria. Um, so, urticaria is pruritic, edematous, slightly erythematous, raised wheels or papules, persistent for less than 24 hours, can look a lot like anything, circumscribed, annular, serpiginous, uh, may or may not have central clearing, but it does blanch with pressure. Um, but a hallmark changes in size quickly and is mobile. So you can have acute attacks, and up to six weeks is still uh, defined as acute, which I thought was quite a long time course. Longer than that, you can have chronic urticaria, uh, which is most common with uh, middle-aged women. Involves only the superficial dermis. This differentiates it from stuff we're going to talk about in a minute. So it's just the superficial layers of the dermis. Um, and you can tell that because the, um, it doesn't look like the other stuff. I don't know if you can directly see the individual layers of the dermis unless you cut into it. I would advise against that. So um, I'm just see the erythema, pretty superficial. Um, I wanted to get a pathway in. This is the best picture I found. We're not going to talk about it. Here's known agents, uh, a big list. I pretty much went with just about everything was my uh, reasoning after I thought about it. Uh, causes and types. Um, uh, so this is pretty important. There's a lot of stuff in here that I wasn't really too familiar with. So food and drugs are common. Scombroid poisoning, remember that one. You have the scombroid uh, the, the toxin from fish, uh, the bacteria has histidine decarboxylase activity, which produces histamine. Um, aspirin intolerance can cause urticaria. Physical urticaria, people exercise, work out, and they develop it. Also, with heat or cold, uh, can develop urticaria. Those are loitered down. Uh, cholinergic, usually these are one to four millimeter wheels with red flare occurring 15 minutes after increase in core body temperature. It's cholinergic derived, but it's a lot like the heat, urticaria, or the solar. Uh, other stuff can do it. Food, uh, metals, nickel, platinum, rhodium uh, can cause it. This is also a latex allergy. There's pregnancy-associated urticaria, which I thought was pretty interesting. Develops usually in the third trimester, but up to uh, two weeks after delivery can still be pregnancy-associated urticaria. And then just about any systemic disease. Um, and there's also the dermatographism where you can write on a patient uh, and it'll show urticaria. Although I would not advise this or keep it clean at least. So differential, this is the hardest part. Could it be angioedema? Uh, angioedema, as we'll talk about in a few minutes, involves deeper dermis and mucous membranes. Urticaria usually does not involve mucous membranes. And angioedema can be associated with abdominal symptoms. Anaphylaxis, hopefully you guys can recognize that. Cutaneous vasculitis. Uh, they'll have other systemic symptoms with cutaneous vasculitis and serum sickness. They'll have an exposure and then a week or two later have symptoms, whereas urticaria will be a lot quicker, as well as not uh, the systemic symptoms again. Uh, management, uh, I think we all know the systemic or the symptomatic treatment for this, uh, and steroids can be beneficial. All right, any ideas? There's some clues. They're not great clues. Yeah, it's anaphylaxis. That's EpiPen. I couldn't find anything that looked good for anaphylaxis. So um, the bottom one, yeah, it's just peanut butter. 
uh, pale and floppy. Uh, I don't know if that's really supposed to be anaphylaxis or not, but it was kind of funny. Um, so it's Greek. I didn't know this. Anna is against phylaxis protection, so it's against protection. Um, must have sensitization before anaphylaxis. Common with bee stings. Um, 40 to 100 deaths per year from bee stings. One in 100,000 administrations of contrast media are fatal for CT scans, so keep that in mind when you're ordering your scans. Um, food is the uh, cause of a third of cases. And you can also have exercise-induced and cold-induced, kind of like our urticaria. Etiology, again, a few. Treatment, uh, epinephrine is one of our mainline treatments, and the dose, just to emphasize it, you, don't, you shouldn't repeat it this many times, hopefully you don't have to, but 0 0.3 milliliters of 1 to 1,000 IM uh, of epinephrine is our treatment. Uh, impedes, this works out to 0 0.01 milliliters per kilogram of 1 to 1,000. Uh, if you want to do this in a epidrip, you can, the book said 1, millil one milliliter uh, in 250 milliliters of D5W, but I thought, and I think I heard it on uh, MRAP, uh, they said just put it in a one liter bag, and then every milliliter of fluid is a microgram of epinephrine. And so you can titrate it about 10 milliliters or 10 micrograms a minute as a good rough starting point. Uh, other symptomatic treatment, heliox, methylene blue, uh, corticosteroids. The book mentioned glucagon uh, for beta blockers, uh, so you're not getting the full, uh, just the alpha response from epinephrine, which is helpful for your shock, but also you want beta response, uh, and so you need glucagon to overcome beta blockers if people are taking it. Tributylene, uh, bottom line therapy if you need it. Um, and then there's, was there a question? Okay. So actually, give epi like once for anaphylaxis and they just kind of like don't want to give it again or like oh I already used it and they start flailing and try to give them like the solumedrol and this other stuff but that's kind of, that kind of stuff kicks in because it's just dead okay there is no really upper limit of how much IM epi you can give somebody does everybody understand that so if you need to keep blasting away on them while you're resuscitating until you're getting a line in and the other you know getting the fluids in the other thing with anaphylactic shock is you got to get the legs up, okay? You got to put them in either some type of Trimelenburg or increase return of the heart, okay? So that's part of it. But patients, it's okay to give patients multiple rounds of IM while you're kind of just initial because that's affecting multiple things like pressure, airway, all sorts of things. The key to airway, that's all you measure all this. Uh, just to make sure the microphone hears that the comment was that epinephrine can be repeated as many times as needed for effect until other treatments kick in. Uh, disposition, you can actually send somebody home if the, uh, if the <coughs> anaphylaxis was mild, minor, uh, and it resolved quickly and easily. Make sure they go home with an EpiPen. You can prescribe them an EpiPen 2-pack, which comes with a sample EpiPen so they can practice with it. Make sure they know which one is the sample and which one is the real one and make sure they're using it the right direction too. Don't, and never put your thumb over the top of the EpiPen in case it is the wrong direction so you don't put the needle through your thumb. I think that would hurt. Uh, Three-day course of epinephrine, or uh, prednisone, excuse me, good instructions, follow up with allergists, admit if they had a serious reaction or it was life-threatening, and I see you if they're still critical. All righty. Yep. Yep.
Uh, the comment was that dermatographism can be used as a diagnostic tool for urticaria. Uh, just explain to the patient before you do it what you're doing, what you're looking for, so they don't think you're just trying to scratch them, which could be easily taken the wrong way. All right, angio oh, I went too far. Angioedema, a little bit of swelling, just a touch around the lips. One question I had was before you got the anaphylaxis, so how long do you have, so if, if you treat somebody for an allergic reaction, all right, if you give them, like, I am epinephrine and things like that, how long do you observe? This is a critical point. How long do you observe them? Who said that? Frog, why? There's a biphasic reaction. So you have to understand that allergic reactions, things like that, have a biphasic component to it. So oftentimes, like, if people are getting I am epinephrine, they're spending the night in my book. If you're that concerned about anaphylaxis, they receive one or two rounds of IMFE. They need to be admitted to the hospital, in my opinion, because there's always a risk for a delayed reaction. All this epi and all this other stuff wears off. So don't be in a huge rush. You know, the waiting room's full. The nurse is like, oh, we got to get them out. No, like, these are not the people you want to smoke out of the ED. All right? <laughs> Alright, the comments were uh, don't be in a rush to send people with anaphylaxis out of the ER. You need to wait at least four hours, uh, four to six hours to see if they're going to have a rebound. Don't be afraid to admit. And then if you're going to send them to an allergist, make sure they're off antihistamine so they can actually do the testing. Alright, angioedema, uh, transient, well demarcated, non pitting swelling of the deep dermal structures. Uh, this is what we were talking about to differentiate from urticaria, where urticaria is superficial. Angioedema is deep. It's actually non-pruritic, so it's not itchy. And it's localized. Onset is rapid. Can involve face, lips, tongue, pharynx, supraglottic areas, distal extremities, and genitals. And then remember, abdominal angioedema leads to abdominal symptoms. Uh, causes. Um, I want to hit on this for just a minute. So ACE inhibitor use is pretty common for angioedema. Um, you know, if somebody gets a cough, they're more likely to get angioedema uh, from an ACE inhibitor. Uh, African Americans are at greatest risk, and it can occur any time after our uh, onset of treatment uh, from one day to 10 years. Dose, or episodes are dose independent, doesn't matter how much they're on. Um, and it's an inhibition of bradykinin degradation, leading to release of substance P. Uh, and substance P increases vascular permeability, leading to your symptoms. And you can switch to ARBs. Uh, for uh, continued effect without too much cross-reactivity. It's IgE-mediated, uh, or there are IgE-mediated allergic reactions. There's C1 inhibitor deficiency. Also, uh, there can be hereditary angioedema or acquired angioedema. These are a couple of congenital syndromes uh, where people with fa strong family history uh, have a higher susceptibility to angioedema, not necessarily an environmental exposure. 
Um, NSAID or aspirin reuse, uh, chemical and idiopathic. PEDS, less common than adults to get angioedema, but they're kind of in the same uh, symptoms or uh, onset precipitators as uh, angio or as urticaria and uh, anaphylaxis, and they respond pretty well to H1 blockers. If it's allergic, it's going to be just a few hours. ACE inhibitor can be a couple days before symptoms resolve, but our um, congenital syndromes are going to be two to five days before symptoms resolve. Management, uh, look at the airway, ensure the airway is patent. Uh, treatments just pretty much as described for urticaria, but um, be aware that um, epinephrine can be useful as well. If you're thinking it might be one of the congenital disorders, uh, the test of choice is a C4 level. Well, and if it's less than 50% of normal, it indicates uh, um, a congenital problem. The treatment for the C1 deficiency down here at the bottom, uh, these here in the middle, I guess, the C1, the hereditary, and the acquired angioedema is fresh frozen plasma. Um, your symptomatic treatment with um, antihistamines, epinephrine, steroids are a good start, but those aren't always uh, enough to overcome uh, symptoms. That was just a reinforcement of airway in the treatment of angioedema. <laughs> All right, uh, drug allergies. Uh, you can actually hit four types. Uh, this is a new section from angioedema. Uh, we've got a couple quick chapters to go through. Uh, drug allergies can be all four types. Type 1 is hypersensitivity, IgE-mediated. Type 2 is a cytotoxic reaction, IgG or IgM-mediated. Type 3 is immune complexes, lodging in blood vessels. Uh, this is your serum sickness. Also, a lot of penicillin reactions are actually type 3 hypersensitivity, uh, not necessarily the type 1. Um, and then type 4, sensitized T lymphocytes. And this is allergic contact dermatitis. Penicillin, cephalosporin allergy. Penicillin, 2% rate of adverse reaction. Uh, very low rate, less than 1% of rate of anaphylaxis, but 10% of anaphylactic reactions with penicillin are fatal. Uh, and it can be any of the four types of reactions, but three is kind of the prototyp prototypical. Um, prior exposure, you know, we all think, you know, to get a reaction, you have to have prior exposure. There's enough penicillin in the environment from food or water or other contamination that their prior exposure might not be them taking penicillin before. It might just be environmental leading to their susceptibility. So keep that in mind. That was kind of a surprise to me. Excuse me. Uh, Cross-reactivity, carbapenems high, cephalosporin some, and um, a little bit with monobactams like S-trianam. Uh, cephalosporins, there's a 1 to 3% rate of reaction, very low rate, less than 0.1% of anaphylaxis, very rarely fatal. And these side chains are the reason that, they, uh, that you get anaphylaxis from cephalosporin. Uh, and it seems that third generation cephalosporins are farthest away from penicillin in these side chains, namely number seven, I believe. Or excuse me, three. No, I didn't write it down. I think it was seven uh, is the number, side chain number that uh, causes the problem. 
Local anesthesia reactions, um, true positive reaction, very, very low. People usually just get a side effect from local anesthesia. Um, the ester class, which includes benzocaine, procaine, propericaine, and tetracaine, there's a lot of cross-reactivity within this class, um, but the amides are unlikely to cross-react. Uh, bupivacaine, lidocaine, uh, mepivacaine, and prilocaine. Uh, so you can try to select uh, a different class drug uh, from the amides and esters to see if the, something's not reactive. Um, and if you can't use anything, the last line of resort is local Benadryl, 1%, 1.5 to 5 milliliters. Apparently it stings like the Dickens going in, but it provides uh, approximately equal, or, uh, equal anesthesia. Uh, radio contrast media, just real quickly, uh, can lead to bad outcomes. I, it is not IgE mediated, um, but there is a big release of histamine. Um, the first generation has a higher rate of reaction because it uh, has a higher osmolar content, whereas the uh, newest generations are about isoosmotic and so have a much lower rate of reaction. Uh, there can be a delayed reaction 30 minutes to three days after administration. You'll be aware that if somebody got their contrast a couple days ago, it could still be a contrast reaction. And then pretreatment, steroids or antihistamines. Uh, there was one uh, recommendation that uh, you give 32 milligrams of methylprednisolone 12 hours and two hours before administration and Benadryl one hour uh, before, give 50 milligrams. And there's also... Nephrotoxicity was uh, mentioned, but that's not really in our talk for today, so I'm going to move on. ACE inhibitor, um, the cough is common, um, but angioedema we need to be aware of. Low rate, 0.1 to 0.2% rate of reaction uh, with ACE inhibitors. Um, and once again, fresh frozen plasma is the treatment uh, if you have failure of other measures. All right, so summary. Um, I, looking at the, these chapters, it seemed that urticaria, angioedema, anaphylaxis are a lot on a spectrum. There's a lot of overlap. When in doubt, go for the airway. Uh, epi is 0.3 milliliters, 1 to 1,000 IM. And in resistant cases, when you're not sure when it could be the um, congenital uh, problems where it's not really the histamine release, uh, consider fresh frozen plasma and also for ACE inhibitors. All right. Questions?